five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Energized football frenzy show. Who knows where the show could go? <laughs> Who knows where the show could go? It's good enough. No, that was a good one, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. We come up with these on the spot every single time, yeah, yeah, so yeah. they're not pre-planned. Yeah. So, Barry, tell us where we're at. Okay, so, if you're new to the Energy show, usually we set up the show where it's normally like an hour and 40 minutes long. We go from what the main story is from the week, then we go into like the MMA segment, we go into the rugby segment, then we go into the football segment. But, things have changed ever since we went on the iTunes. So, we now come out with like a separate show which is just football we now come out with a separate show that is MMA and we now come out with a separate show that is Ruby and obviously we put in our show just talking about what we got up to during the week and everything so it's probably going to run us three shows a week and then the Ruby will be a special when there's special Ruby on like when we get to like you know a Heineken Cup final or something special within the Ruby but other than that, there will always be a football show weekly. There will always be a mixed martial arts show weekly, which will include boxing it's there. And we'll always do our weekly show, which will involve what we've done for the week or something that's very topical at the time. Yeah. So before we kick off the show, if you came through iTunes, we'd really appreciate it if you gave us a rating. And if you wrote us a review as well, that'd be great. And make sure it's five stars. Very five stars. Uh, okay, on today's show, we're going to go through everything about the football world, what happened during the week. And as you know, this is a weekly show, so we're going to keep it very, very relevant. Very energised. Very energised. Uh, I think the best place to start is Manchester United beating Liverpool, uh, sorry, excuse me, Manchester United beating Chelsea 2-1 at home at Old Trafford. Or Mourinho beating Conte. Mourinho beating Conte. Um, what, where's the best place to start with this? Because there was so much controversy going in. Well, it was sort of a tale of two halves, wasn't it? For a head. Yeah, so... For me, watching the game, I didn't really know what to expect. After watching United play previous in the week against Sevilla, I wasn't very confident going into the game. That was, that one, was, the, that was one of the worst games I've seen this, under, under was, the Mourinho era. It was dreadful. I, it, it got to a stage where I, I was starting to get very fed up with the way Manuel were playing. I was turning like very bitter towards the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I was like, what's Mourinho doing? What are the players doing? How can we have too much talent in the squad? And they just like there's no fluidity whatsoever. Then came the Chelsea game, watched the first half, and we actually have a lads WhatsApp group in the football, and I texted the lads WhatsApp group saying that, like, William and Hazard are very dangerous, and I feel like we're going to struggle to contain them. And what do you know, first half comes about, Hazard and William do, like, a length of the pitch 1-2, yeah. and William breaks free and scores a scores goal. Lost start with Pogba missing the header against uh, Moses. Moses. McTominay didn't pick up William. Uh, I think there's someone else at fault as well. Um, going against Hammer, well, maybe De- Ravens Rowe, and then Gea, yeah, but I, very, I hate Bram De Gea because he makes so many good saves, yeah. uh, like whatever. But yeah. next thing you know, my know are one nil down at half time, and I'm sitting there going, "Where is this season going?" I was, uh, what's what's what are what are the lads out there playing for? There there seemed to be a bit of a lack of passion. They didn't seem to be doing it for me. But no, then no, it was one all half time. Oh, it was one all half time. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, actually, um, sorry. Big big Rom scored um, an equaliser. You actually are right. Um, I remember actually that because. Did you even watch the game? Yes, bro? I did watch the game. Uh, I remember watching. I actually I actually texted the WhatsApp group again saying that was actually the best team play you know we played all year yeah, for Rom's yeah, goal. Yeah. It was yeah. actually it, it looked like we were Barcelona for two minutes. Yeah. Uh, but like part of that was just like so defensive and Chelsea were able to press us so badly. And look, you all saw the game. 
But the second half was possibly one of the best United displays performances I've seen all season. Yeah. And that made me, that's what I was like, that's United you know, I want to see. And then yeah. Lingard, Lingard coming on, scoring the winner, a header and everything. Like, he's like not around for that no. at all. Were you surprised that Lingard was actually brought on ahead of Rashford as well? It, it, was, it was a weird occasion that I wasn't sort of because I feel like if you're looking for a goal, as weird as it sounds, Jesse Lingard, like, he likes to show up in the big game and yeah. score. It's, it's, and I can't believe it because you wouldn't say he's world class, but no. he p- comes on and does world class stuff. Yeah, he he really does. Um, you know what? Martial was having like a rare bad game this season. Uh, he wasn't very good. He lost the ball a lot. Anytime he tried to take the ball on or have a shot, it, yeah, nothing worked out for him. So it was actually a very good substitution to make. And look, it paid off. Paid dividends. Um, Paul Pogba before the game obviously, like was in the headlines, especially for not starting in the Champions League game. Came on, basically did nothing really uh, in the first half. He sort of seemed to be going through the motions. And then in the second half, he was the Paul Pogba that we signed. Yeah. Like, he was dancing. Literally got the ball, was doing stepovers. Looked like a world-class player. Between himself and Sanchez, they look very dangerous in that, if they're given that sort of bit of attacking freedom. Yeah. I still, I still feel like Sanchez hasn't found his, like... His, his footing. Yeah. It, it's all not really clicking at the moment. Yeah. But, uh... You can with Pogba who put in that performance, and I don't even think Lukaku was that great either. I know he got man the match, but like maybe it was because there's so much pressure on him to score. He hadn't scored in like over eight hundred minutes against the top eight, and then he goes and scores that goal. There, there's like a double edged sword, Lukaku. It's just he's now he do he hasn't scored against the big teams. All right, he scored against Chelsea now, or like you know that could break his duck. Maybe he needed that to yeah. help him score against the big teams. But there's also the on the other sh- uh, shoe. Now there's been like sort of scoring droughts along the way, but he scored twenty two goals this season in all competitions, yeah. which is like not a bad record. And he'll probably score thirty goals by the end of the season. Yeah. And like when you look at your striker and you go, he scored thirty goals at the end of the season, the amount of like grief he's gotten for scoring so many goals is actually almost unheard of. I think it's just because Aguero, Kane and Salah have gone so far beyond the rest of the pack yeah. that people look at um Lukaku, they look at his price tag and go, Well, why isn't he doing it? Yeah. He also gets any United player gets more more of a slating than any other team as well. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, like Lukaku's been better than Morata. Yeah, but Lukaku gets way more of a hiding than Morata. Does. I, I think he's also got about. I think he's got thirteen, fourteen Premier League goals. And he also has about five or six assists as well, which I, I don't think a lot of the other strikers do. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, yeah, but I also like I also look at him and I'm like, you're right. So first of all, he's like six foot four, weighs probably around like. 17, 18 stone. Yeah. And, like, you're, you're sort of like, you have to be able to use your body better. Yeah. Like, he doesn't, like, put, like, he doesn't use all his assets. First of all, his first touch, like, he needs to, like, put super glue on his boots. Uh, it's like the opposite of watching Roy Giggs. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the total opposite. And, uh, Graham Suness was saying after the game that he doesn't get the service that, that he really, really needs. And, like, 100% agree, but sometimes he needs to be able to hold up the ball better for the other players to come on and then the, they all work as a unit and mm. I think by not having someone competing against him for that position like i.e. Zlatan then he sort of allowed to do what he wants he's played a lot yeah. of minutes as well for his yeah. first season as well there's, there's that sort of thing about him as well when, when he's driven with the ball and he's trying to knock a boy defender he seems to never know what the right amount to knock the ball by yeah. somebody yeah. as in like sometimes he knocks the ball like 40 yards ahead of him yeah. well I know that's a, a complete over exaggeration but he knocks the ball so far along ahead of him, and I'm like, did he mean to do that, or what's the story? Well, that's where he's most he, effective as well, yeah. when he knocks it on and then runs after, because if he's, he's dribbling, he'll go everywhere. Yeah, he's a train. Yeah, he is yeah. a train, yeah. But, um, look, I'm not going to say he put in the best performance I've ever seen from a striker, 
But I think it's a good performance to build off. Uh, oh, yeah, scored, scored a good goal. And then for the Lingard goal, I actually think he was the one who crossed it in as well. Was, yeah, so, was, yeah. you know, goal and assist from Lukaku is exactly what he needs, especially against a team like Chelsea's former club. Yeah. So, it, was, it, was probably, it looked like the perfect timing because the thing is, before that game, Liverpool overtook United and they were coming second. And then United, after coming off a terrible performance, Chelsea coming off a great performance against yeah. Barca, you're actually sort of like, oh shit. Like, it seemed like a draw was going to be inevitable. Yeah, and also, when it was a draw, United were still going to finish behind Liverpool yeah. uh, at the end of the day. And uh, especially after Liverpool's like emphatic win against West Ham. Yeah. Just, um, it, it was a much needed win for Man United. Yeah. Especially with Sevilla and then they have the Liverpool fixture coming up afterwards. And I think with City soon enough as well, don't we? Yeah. It's, uh, they were just must-win games and they went and won them. What do you make of uh, that midfield three now with uh, Matic, McTominay and Pogba now? Um, I, you know what, there are very positive aspects to it when you're playing maybe a weaker side, but I'm just sitting there going, if we come up against Real Madrid and McTominay's on the pitch, That's there's thinking. moments where he shows his inexperience. Yeah. The fact he didn't track back with William. The runner, yeah. and there's moments where maybe he's not as aware, he's like his vision isn't as good as the others. He, look, he looks like he could be a very, very good player, but... Is he, you know, a Champions League winning centre midfielder? Not for me. Yeah. And the whole United defence as well. That seems still up in the air. Like, we need mm. to definitely get that sorted out a lot sooner. Yeah. Like, Valencia... Although it's good to see Eric Boys finally come back to full fitness. That, yeah, that was great news. That was great news. But like, on Valencia? Yeah, but like, Valencia, not not like, not like actually a right back. No. It does it a good shift. But, and then same with Ashley Young. But still, that's that's two wingers you have as full-backs. Uh, that's, that's what I look at every time I yeah, see the team yeah. sheet. I go... So you know they're playing two defenders today. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. yeah. And then, then you look at Mike Smalling yeah. and you're like, what are you going to get from him today? Is he going to be dodgy? Is he not? And then Lindelof saying. And then Lindelof, remember Lindelof gave away a great chance near yeah. the end and you're just sort of like, get rid of the yeah, ball, mate. Smalling actually cleared it for him. It, there's, there's, Sometimes you need to be like a village and just get rid of it. Yeah. You know I mean? there, that, I feel that's a big thing, you know, that we're actually missing those centre-half. I'm surprised De Gea hasn't like sort of said, we should get these centre-halves, they're brilliant or something like yeah. that. Uh, just, and we've still the, the best uh, defensive record in the Premier League as well yeah De Gea now out in his own with the most clean sheets I'm, I'm not really surprised to be honest he's absolute cat and goal yeah but yeah but like and then what do you think at the very very end the way Morata actually scored and the goal should have been given as onside that would have made it 2 all, and then it's a totally different conversation again where's VAR now you know oh no yeah I think it was just one of those things where Waste your day, it's your day, and it's not, it's not. And it wasn't Morales' uh, day, no, no. And it was his day the last time we played. Um, yeah, uh, do you remember that? We were in New York and we watched it, and couldn't believe it. Yeah, but I also feel when he scored, everyone sort of stopped, if you know what I mean. As yeah, in, yeah, as yeah, in like, yeah. De didn't react as if he was he on side, it, yeah, yeah. But uh, well, like, for instance, he probably would have scored anyway. Like, Morales doesn't really miss those, but it, it look, you know, he got three points, a much needed three points, Chelsea. They got zero points out of the game, obviously, because they lost, but they could have really <laughs> done with some points. And then it sort of brings into the other two teams looking for top four. You have Liverpool and you have um, Spurs. Spurs with like a 93rd minute Harry Kane uh, goal. And then, what, was it 4-1 Liverpool? Liverpool won 4-1, yeah. Yeah, Salah got in the score sheet again. The, that Liverpool attacking team when it's in full flight is probably the best team to watch in the Premier League. What is, it, what is the story with Liverpool, how they just keep on... Scoring probably over average. I say on average they score over two and a half goals. Yeah, and then like 
Bobby Firmino doing a no, a no look. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, like as good as they are and as as many goals as they score, um, I still don't see those players, uh, like as like if they were swapped in and all put in a Juventus team, I don't see them as world class. No, I see certain players playing world class, but I don't. Like I wouldn't look at Firmino and be like world class. Yeah. Um, like obviously Salah is playing world class, but let's see what happens over another couple of seasons because we know Demba Ba scored a load of goals for a year, if not two. Yeah. But who knows what he can really do? Uh, Mane has been sort of hot and cold this year. I I feel like that front three, two of them are always hot, and that just means that the other yeah. one can be not. Yeah. And it's just working out so much in their favor. Like obviously Salah scored over thirty goals this year. He looks to be. Possibly the best player in the Premier League this season. He definitely best midfielder. Yeah, he's so threatening going forward. He he's got almost like Messi esque skill with beating players these days. The Egyptian Messi, and he sort of just finishes like Messi's as well, to be honest. And then Bobby Firmino, I think he's actually almost underrated. That he's very good at holding up the ball. He sort of links in well with the other players. I almost think if he was more of a out and out striker that it would actually work less well because he'd probably be a bit greedier and he'd probably want to score more goals himself. Yeah, I he's you. actually quite good in the air as well. And then you have Mane who, like, as much as he's probably been the coldest of the three as of late, like, he actually missed a sitter there the other day. Yeah, he still scored. He well. still scored another one and the defenders have to keep an eye on him. You know what I mean? He's not somebody you can let go and the amount of pace they have is just frightening yeah. to watch. That was nine goals in four days as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they absolutely transport out, didn't they? Yeah. Um, it, it, it's a quite strange side, Liverpool, because you look at their maybe attacking front four, and then you look at the other end of the pitch, and it's chalk and cheese, really. Yeah. Like, I think Van Dijk scored again, didn't he? Uh, he, he did, yeah. He scored, what, two or three goals now since he got there playing centre-half? Oh, no, Van Dijk didn't score, sorry. Oh, did you not? No. Oh, sorry. Chan. Oh, maybe he scored in the league. Oh, Champions League. Oh, I don't know. Well, anyway, Van Dijk seems to be doing all right, but, like... Carries Mingle, don't cut the cheese yeah. to me. They're linked with the Roma goalkeeper now. Allison. I think that's like supposed to be eighty million or something for him and I don't know, really see if he if he is that good. Real Madrid are in the market for a keeper. Yeah. That's almost moving from like the the, the fourth best Syria side or the third best Syria side to the third or fourth best yeah. English side. It's not really that much of a step up and Realistically, I'd say Roma have a better chance of winning the Serie A than Liverpool do the Premier League. Yeah, they're still, they're, they are, there, there is that money factor. They are very, very exciting, but yeah. um, they're still they're still lacking something. Like they're without doubt going to be getting the top four. Like yeah. you can just see that the top four is probably nailed on for itself. Uh, City, then either United, Liverpool, or uh, Spurs. Yeah, like that that just has to be it. Yeah, and do do you think Naby Keita is going to be the answer for them or? Well, it almost looks like Emery Chan's going to leave, but. If I was Emery Chan right now, I'd be thinking, they're actually doing better than when I was about to leave. Like mm. now it's he's, he's probably better off staying. But the thing is, are they really how how good can they do in the Champions League? I'd like to see them get on get it like maybe a Barca, maybe Real Madrid, and then they can, you can really judge mm. how good they are. Because at the moment, you know they look like the worst English team in the Champions League. Tell me this. Are Liverpool better off now than they were with Suarez and Coutinho? To score more goals. Yeah. But I think the defence is also going to be worse as well. In fairness, they were razor thin from win the league with Suarez. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, the they're, yeah. I suppose they're not as good as they were then. But I suppose they're as exciting now as they've ever been. Yeah. And it must be great for Liverpool fans seeing this. Yeah. But because 
like none of their players are like I know Coutinho went for over 145 million and maybe Salah would probably cost 120 million now but he's he's not like a like a, a European phenomenon so therefore he's probably only roughly worth around 100 million but if Barcelona come look how easy they can get Coutinho and if yeah. like Real Madrid come look how easy and anyone would leave who knows maybe Barcelona might come in and go you know what we need another player to go with Messi and as far as Salah would be a perfect fit for them he will be yeah you know I mean like if Dembele doesn't you know, pull up his socks and do it you know what I mean Salah could be easily the man to do it and if they're looking for someone to replace Messi in two or three years time Salah seems to be doing like a similar role at Liverpool yeah but I know, I know the joke the similarities are made between Southampton and Liverpool but you can see that Liverpool are almost changing like for like and there's not yeah. much of a difference and like even in the fence they're doing like for like and still doing yeah. terribly at the back as well yeah, it's um, it's not a great look for them, and it'll be interesting to see because there's some good young talent at Liverpool as well. Uh, ben Woodburn, who's played for Wales, seems to be come true. He seems to be quite good. Whether he'll actually get enough first team game time, who knows? Uh, Trent Alexander Alexander Arnold looks very very good, but you, then again, you're starting talking about having a 19 year old starting a right back for the season. Although like Rashford did it for United, so I don't understand why you couldn't. And then Joe Gomez looks brilliant as well, and he plays anywhere across the back four. Yeah, but I think it's also that you're bringing to that sort of you know realm of can you actually go with a, you? You have two fellas under twenty one playing in your back line, and you're trying to win a Premier League with it. I don't. I don't think Klopp's going to like back two twenty one year olds to like keep him going. You know? No, definitely not. Um. So, who do we have? So, what about Spurs then? What do, what do you think of their, uh, you know, can they come second? What are their chances in the Champions League? Spurs. Um, okay, I don't know what the story is about Harry Kane, the way he's just always in the right place at the right time. I was watching I was watching there against Crystal Palace, and it had to be Harry Kane to head the ball in at the end. And then Crystal Palace put Damien Delaney on him, who hadn't played in four months, and he was just totally caught in no man's land. And then you're, you're like, why are you putting on this guy to mark Harry Kane, top goal scorer in the league? With someone who hasn't played football in four months, like I mean, that is like basic, like football tactics. The way you saw that just shows how like the way your brain works when you watch football. I uh, I think a lot of people probably wouldn't have seen who was marking him or that known that Damien Delaney didn't play in four months. Yeah, yeah. well, like it's because I was watching. They said it when he's coming. Oh on. no, no, but I, I'm just saying that it's uh, like good to have that insight because I didn't know that. All right. Um. So he's not yeah, it, 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 it makes it makes perfect as in like. Who was, the, who was the other centre half? Uh, Tompkins came off, so... I don't know. Well, whoever like the number one centre half is, as in, like, if that's United, yeah. you know... Like, yeah, if you're coming on... Yeah, Smalling should be, yeah, you yeah. know, on top of Harry Kane. If you're coming on cold you're, and going against the hottest striker in the league, like, I well, was, like what are they doing? Uh, uh, was someone injured or something? What, what Tompkins came on? off injured, uh, yeah. And oh, then, okay. Yeah, then Delaney came on and you're just like... Like lads, that, that that's almost that's almost like I feel like a cop out by the other centre half. Tell Delaney to mark Harry Kane. How if Harry Kane scores, that's on you, but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's not as if like it's not as if like for Tongan came on to head the ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it, that that is just like straightforward. It, it, one he, on one, he should almost be watching Harry Kane as opposed to watching the ball yeah. in that especially, occasion, especially like eighty eight minute. Yeah, and he headed it so freely as well. Great header though, but it was just like uh, lads after they kept the ball out for so long. Yeah, but like that that's basically nail Spurs in now as well. Um, Chelsea I think Chelsea just don't have enough they don't have a striker scoring enough goals I know Luka- Lukaku is scoring against the worst teams but 
they don't really have someone re- that's really done it all season as well, you know? Yeah, I, I think there's a bit of a, of a, a share in the load at United as well with yeah. Sanchez now in there. He's going to score a few goals, inevitably. Um, I know Pogba hasn't scored a lot of goals this year, but like, you know, you have Martial and you have Rashford and Lingard. Yeah, you know I mean, I think I think Chelsea have sort of gotten it sorted now up front. Yeah, but I think it's too little, too late, especially losing that game. Yeah, you know, I mean that that was one of them really like set the tones. Now it it could come down to if Chelsea get knocked out by Barcelona and the other the rest of the teams go through, that could be a big boost for them. Um, I think all the teams are going to do well in the Champions League. And they're still in the FA Cup as well, Chelsea. So as far as I'm aware, still in the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, I think, I yeah. Think, City yeah. lost the weekend, yeah. Yeah. but um. I think we have to talk about the Carabao Cup final. I suppose everyone knows the result. It was 3-0. I suppose the talking point in the aftermath of the game was Gary Neville on commentary, wasn't it? He yeah. was calling the Arsenal team like spineless and saying they were cowardly. And I was actually watching Gary Neville do a podcast with Joey Barton before this final. Okay. And he was talking about his time in Valencia and he was talking about players' mental um, mindset. And basically, Gary Neville was saying that, like, when he was in the, with the class 92, when they were growing up United, like, they came over to Ireland, they won the Mill Cup, they won the under-18s uh, Premier League, they won the, the Reserves Premier League, they won the under-18s Champions League. That They won the whole way up. Yeah. And Gary Neville was saying that, basically, Alex Ferguson, all he could ask you to do was work your hardest. Once yeah. you work your hardest, winning was a byproduct of yeah. working your hardest. And he was saying that players should never be walking on the pitch and he was saying when he went to for England, they had the talent. He said 2004, I think it was, in the European Championships. And then it was and some other time the world, won the World Cups. And he said, they were the years that we had a chance to win the World Cup. That's when our talent was at its, at its richest. Yeah. And the mental m- mindset wasn't there. And it just screamed out here at Arsenal that those players on that pitch are not a cohesive unit. And they're not all winners. I was... When I, watching it back when I was just looking at them walking around I just couldn't believe what they were actually doing because first of all they were in Wembley it's around like 70,000 seater in front of their fans in front of like their friends and family on TV seeing them walking around close to a home game for Arsenal as well yeah but I was also thinking like if I was Wenger I'm looking at these players and the amount of time he's invested and the, the slack he's taken for them and they were just walking and didn't mm. even try and like it was just like he he's put so much effort like I mean he's invested mm what over 20 years of his life into Arsenal and yeah. to see players like just walk and yeah. like not even try was ridiculous like first of all the first goal they felt sorry for themselves by Mustafi getting nudged by Aguero mm. uh, which was terrible defending anyway well, I don't know why they the whole defence the, the pitch was totally open like yeah. what were they doing ball in Aguero goal then for the corner uh, when, this, when company scored they had nine players in the box all zonal marking, which I think is ridiculous. So, like one player on the post, well, a player on each post, and then man mark, and then whoever doesn't head the ball, it's their fault. Like whether it's overly their fault or not. Yeah. Like it just shows whether you're, whether you're Jack Wilshere or Perma- yeah. Murtzak or Hoyt. Like I mean, that's yeah. your man. You yeah. make sure he doesn't get it. Yeah, well, in fairness, Jack Wilshere, he was very, very good, yeah. and he must be sick now because he, mm-hmm. like he was looking at like people like Xhaka. Uh, like I'm not surprised that Oz Oz is really like like. A, at, on a good day he'll play well also he's got that new bumper contract as well you know what I mean yeah. he's earned the big bucks yeah, and, and Aubameyang misses sitter as well that was the thing yeah. although he was offside for that but you can that, that, that yeah. whatever but I mean that Arsenal team there's no leaders mm. in anymore like and someone put up a post there the other day about like having like Vieiras Gibraltar Silva's uh, like Freddie Youngberg Henri Burkamp, Will Thorne like Ashley Cole 
Pires. Everyone. Yeah. yeah, everyone. And they were all leaders. And then, like, you knew when you are going to Highbury, you were going to get, like, you are going to leave with cuts in your legs. Yeah, and like Tony Adams and Martin Keown were going to give you yeah, kicks. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then, this Arsenal team, there's just, like... Spoilers. T- who's the leader? And I don't really... Like, Conchelny... Like, I mean... Like, if your leaders can shell you you're not going to win a Champions League it's also you're not going to win a Premier League it's also hard for the team to turn it around and have Jack Wilshere be the leader after he's been like loaned out and like not being given game time no. As in, all the other players must be like oh we're more regular first teamer than no. you are but, yeah but Jack Wilshere also got injured playing for Arsenal mm. and therefore he was going in for a tackle mm. for Arsenal yeah and like, I think I think on this occasion I watched Arsenal fan TV afterwards and yeah. obviously obviously all the Wenger out came right whatever but I think one thing is that if your team loses due to the other team being more skilled than you, that's on the manager. Yeah. If the team loses due to lack of effort, that's on the players. It was. You know what I mean? Like Arsenal Wenger can't make those players give more effort. They have to give the effort. hundred percent. Sure, they're paid well to yeah, do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just look at their team. Yeah. All right. Wenger hasn't put them in the best position. Like Grant Jack is like I think is a terrible centre midfielder. Always fail him, get sent off quite a bit, lose the ball a bit, good bit. Has plenty of shots from 40 yards out, very rarely yeah. scores, yeah. right? That's a grand jacket in a nutshell, right? Sign him up. Yeah, right. Jack Wilshire, this season has been Arsenal's standout player. Yeah, definitely. Given everything. Yeah. Klasnich, I think, has also been quite good this season. Uh, he has moments charging forward that he looks quite good. Yeah, but in fairness, he's a left back as well. Like, oh, he's a left back. Yeah, yeah. He's not, you can't win the league with the left back. Best <laughs> left back in the league, lad. Sign him up. Yeah, so then, like, you have Ospina, who's like, and Czech who are like it doesn't matter which one you play you know, Czech's on his way out he's not going in for 50-50 he's like I already wear a scrum cap and then Ospina is just not good enough like they just standard goalkeepers yeah, yeah. like their, their centre halves are getting caught out doing zone mark and after Liverpool get caught out on see more goals and set pieces than I think any other team in the Premier League I don't know who thinks zone mark is a good idea no and, then and their have, team isn't even that tall as well so it's just like and then you have so. Bellerin who's like oh you know the Arsenal fan TV they shouldn't give out about us it's like Tell you what, you go on, give a hundred percent effort, and give a performance, and then they won't give out about yeah, you. Yeah, but I've never ever seen that ever. A team like actually not trying. Yeah, in a final, they, act, they actually didn't try. In, in a competition like that, team's never won. Well, Wenger's never won it, so therefore, like that yeah. team's never won it. Well, going into the finals in Wembley, Wenger's won four out of five. Yeah, but like that, like that almost makes you want to resign. I, I yeah. feel bad for any Arsenal li- listener right now mm. being like. Yeah, it's a care about cup final, and yeah, no one cares really. But you do care when you win, yeah. and you do care when you lose. Yeah, it's, it was just it wasn't it wasn't good. Enough. And lose like that. That's like going. That's like being a boxer I'm, going into a box, and I'm then was, you just was, don't need to lift your hands up. Was Mick and Harry even on the pitch? Was he? Uh, uh, you know, he must have been cup tied. Well, like, I don't remember. And if he was, well, like that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, was he on the pitch? He goes. He goes hidden in big games. Yeah, well. and then you know what, Aubameyang, I think he sort of found out the problem Lacazette has had all season, like the lack of service. Being left up there by yourself is just not a nice place to be, especially if you're going up against Vincent Company in a final. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's he's got to be so like focused to beat you. Yeah, Vincent Company actually said before the game he was going to score. Um, he was very very good. Like, mm. such a, he's been there before the the Sheiks came to Man City as yeah. well, so he's seen everything. Yeah, and I was also very impressed with um, Kyle Walker. It was like the 80th minute. City were three 0 up. A ball was played over the top. And like he was being beaten, and he got back and beat his man to the ball. You yeah. know what I mean, him showing that effort, eighty minutes up, three 0 up. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the sort of that's what you that's the look you're looking for. The thing is now for Arsenal, I, I, like I actually don't know where they can go from this because players will look at that and be like, 
why isn't that team trying? I don't like if I why not go to Liverpool instead? Because they're probably the real option yeah. to have Liverpool or Arsenal. And then you're like, the Arsenal team just don't even try. Yeah. And it like yeah, you can be like they're only human and stuff. But I mean, you could see that like Patrick Vieira would have been trying. Yeah. Henri would have been trying. Burkham would have been trying. Uh, Grimandi would have been trying. Yeah, you know I'm, I mean? I'm just looking at them. I mean, like someone make an effort. I know, you know. I think Ramsey was actually the worst culprit of everyone. Ramsey Ram- got Ramsey got slated as yeah. well. Yeah, and you know what? They absolutely deserve it. They absolutely deserve it. But like, I know. But like, this isn't just the thing where you can just get rid of one player for not trying. Yeah. It it was multiple players, and then the manager. I mean, like, what? Get rid of the manager? Like, I don't think another manager would have had them. Mm. Like they, also another manager would want to get rid of half that team. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like there was comments being made of like, oh well, we'll have to like you know put in a good performance because we're playing them again in five days. I'm just like, hold on, that was a cup final. Yeah, the, and, the and, game in five days time is a league game in a league where City's already won it. Yeah, and you're out of the top four rates by the lack of performance yeah, you put in. And they were coming off a loss against Osterlunds in the Europa League. <laughs> yeah, they qualified now, but. Yeah. Like, but like the thing is, Wenger looked so flat after yeah. that press conference. After like he like you had to you couldn't be like we were terrible. Like that, yeah, you'll never get what you want from a man no. from a player or a manager. They always they know they've been like told basically what mm. to say. They're like trained interview robots. I just like if I, if I was an Arsenal fan, I wouldn't or an Arsenal player. Less my name was Jack Wilshere. I wouldn't have even went and collected a silver medal. You know what I mean? Like, but maybe these lads were happy enough with that. By the looks of it, they were. Yeah, but like, I remember when I started playing football, I, they I wanted to win all the time. Win, 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 win. I didn't want to lose. Yeah, but and I'd, like, I'd never, I'd, I'd never like give up like that. Especially like, if, like that would have been my dream profession. So I would have like, my whole thing was like running as much as I could. So, I don't know, man. I, I just, I felt, I felt bad for every Arsenal fan because like, people pay top of the range money to go to that. Luckily, yeah. it was in London. They didn't have to travel like, up to Newcastle or something to watch that. But I mean, terrible situation and, uh, I don't even know I don't know what money because as you've seen throwing like 100 million at a player and buying them doesn't actually fix anything no they probably need about 7 or 8 new players in various different positions and probably a new manager and I don't mean a new yeah. manager because I don't think Wenger is a good manager I think it's just a new manager as in the players that are there they sort of like they almost have to run the club the players yeah. Yeah, that, but the looks of things they run the club and not the not the management. Yeah, they're sort of pulling the wool over Wenger's eyes. Yeah, I think it'd be best off for Wenger to leave. Yeah, um, I don't. I doubt he's had. I don't think he's ever had a team that would ever put in a performance like that. And that's just like that's the sign of things to come. Because realistically, if the same thing happens next year, they're gonna, they're gonna just do the same thing. If yeah. you're allowed to get away with doing something, you're gonna just keep doing it. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, disgraceful performance all around. I just know what a word for what it. Would you do, what would you do if you were a trainer, like the trainer now for <coughs> Arsenal coming into work today? Would you just make them run laps and laps and laps, or are you meant to be like, oh, it's okay, lads? You know, oh, I, I, okay. I think, I think that, I think the, I think the best thing to do is sit down, rewatch the match, make them rewatch the match, and go, who's and like, the worst player? No, and just call like, them all out. Just be like, look, there's Leroy Sam running up the wing. There's Aaron Ramsey having a Sunday stroll. Yeah, you know what I mean? It was, it was, it was I wouldn't even know what to say. I, I'd be. Embarrassed to show strength next day if okay. I was Aaron Ramsey. Well, first thing I would do if I was uh, Wenger, I'd be like, Jack Wilshere is now the captain of the club, yeah. and that is it. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. Serves and it. put your hand up in the air if you want to stay here because if you don't, yeah, scram. Well, there's plenty of youths that want to come. Wenger might as well play the uh, ask that and then play the youths for the rest of the year. Be like, you can train yeah. the reserves. You train the reserves. The, well, they're co- they're going to have to go through a massive transition, yeah. so you may as well start it now because I mean, the they, is, they'd rather is, not be in Europa League. Wenger's well. actually contracted. 
play next to be the manager next season as well. Yeah, but he obviously wants to get paid. He's yeah. probably getting about nine million a year or something. Yeah. So. Very Arsenal. Yeah. Um, you don't want to start being one of the Arsenal fan TV lads, do you? Definitely not. Although they're doing something on their channel where like you can win a prize to be on the show. Yeah. But like, I'm just sort of going. Put it this way. I wouldn't want to be on Arsenal fan TV if an Arsenal fan. Because oh, like, yeah, the only time yeah. to be good on the show it's is when they're bad. lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? What do you, what do you make of Arsenal fan TV anyway? Do you think like it's a good thing that they're doing? Or is it a bad thing? It, it, it's, it's basically car crash TV if I'm honest about it. And I am highly entertained by it. But if it was Man United fan TV or Full Time Devils or whatever you want to call it. And everyone like was so joyous in our agony. I wouldn't enjoy it at all. Yeah, but do you think those fans are right to do that? Like, yes, they're expressing their opinion. I know we're doing the same, but... I, yeah, but I think we're I, I think we're quite constructive of all teams, but when a team shows up like Arsenal did, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. And people are sitting home, right, and they're Newcastle fans, they're Coventry fans, and they're going, oh, I can't wait for Arsenal fan TV to see Spurs. the meltdown. They just Spurs. want to see the meltdown. Spurs oh, well, Spurs, like Spurs, yeah, but Spurs are like bleeding, bathing in it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they, they'll fucking get six cans of beer and buy the lads around and yeah, watch yeah, it on TV yeah 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 what's um, make a City overall like I mean that, that team is top of the range Aguero 199 goals now for Man City I can't believe like looking back at you could, like yeah hindsight's like an amazing thing but like I'm surprised not, uh, like a bigger team didn't go for Aguero back then yeah like uh, after looking at what he would have gotten another great striker from Atletico Madrid as well um, yeah I'm surprised like, Real Madrid never tried to take him or Barca yeah, like I mean, he I, is top. He's going to go down at one of the top five best strikers ever in the Premier League. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. And never finished in the Premier League team of the season. Believe it or not, I know. Yeah, I you, know what, I, uh, like who knows? He might not. <laughs> well, like I doubt he like really cared that much. No. Like, look at you the know bank, what? You bank know what? Account. If he, yeah, looks at the bank account, looks at the accolades he has, looks at the trophy cabinet, and he's not going to go. Oh, well, the other players didn't think. Of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone knows how good Sergio Aguero is. He probably has the most iconic moment in Premier League history when he scores that goal against QPR, yeah, which I absolutely hate, but... Very Aguero. Yeah, very Aguero. So, look, Man City, they're different gravy. They've smashed Basel, so they'll play like a weak inside against them. and They'll have a full centre inside. Is it Chelsea they play next? Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I know they have a big Premier League game coming up, or well, I know Chelsea have big Premier League games coming up in between their Barcelona fixtures. Um, but I think for me, that City team, it, we're just waiting for them to win the Premier League. They won the Carabao Cup, obviously got knocked out by Wigan. It's more see can they do it in the Champions League. That's that's what I'm waiting to see. And like, you know, Hammer and Basel doesn't really tell me they can do it in the Champions League. Yeah, it's sort of like with teams this year. They're sort of like they get a push for a year. They're like, yes, yes, yes. And then, then you really see how good that team is. Because, yeah. like, look at Leicester, for instance. Unstoppable. Next year, like, sacking Ranieri. Yeah. Like, look at Chelsea, for instance. Yeah. You, you know what? You have to do that investment. And that's another thing Gary Neville said. He, he was saying that after they won the Champions League in 1999-2000, that Schmeichel left and they replaced Mark Bosnich and they got no one else in. And they won yeah. the league the following year. Yeah, I never but it wasn't, it wasn't the... They didn't get a stronger squad. Yeah. I mean, you have to strengthen the squad. Yeah, but all the thing the time. is that that was just uh, like obviously yeah, I agree. But like that's just a learning thing. You're yeah. like, oh, here if it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's, as you realize after, you have to bring in new, fresher players that want to compete for these positions yeah. to improve. If you're not like, if you're not improving, you're not improving. You're not improving. Yeah, yeah. I just hopefully, hopefully United just sort of get it all going as well. And I think Man City are. 
definitely the team to look up again, look up to. And Liverpool attacking wise, very good. The yeah. defense needs to sort out. Put it this way: Guardiola gets a hundred percent effort out of his players all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Those players are fighting for that ball when they're winning four 0 up into the ninetieth minute. Who would you like? Who who would be the best? Like who would you think would definitely beat Man City in the Champions League? Whatever it doesn't matter what round now, but like if they came head to head. Oh, I just have this thing where like anytime Real Madrid play anyone in the Champions League, like they're the favorites. They just are, and also I think Barcelona is not a favorable matchup for Man City, and also they're not actually in the Champions League. But I always feel, always feel Atletico Madrid are always tough to beat over two cup ties. I know they're in the Europa League now, but. Over two legs, Atletico Madrid are not a nice team to play. What about um? Because obviously United are going to get to the final, but Barry United will be the best Champions League final you will want to watch. Best Champions League, and am I also taking into account the results so far? No, no, no. Just as a okay. fan, just as a well, fan. Like if you were a, speech, always, a lot of times, I think like I'd love to see a Clasico in the final. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. Like Real Madrid versus Barcelona, and I just look at it, and I think. They're probably the two best teams in the Champions League. I know in the league, Real Madrid have not been very good this year, but when it comes to when those lights come on and the music hits, there's no one like them. Yeah, do you know that uh, during the week there, Ronaldo, he was he scored two goals. He was on for the hat trick in like the last five minutes. And, and gave Benzema penalty. Gave Benzema the penalty and Benzema scored it. You know? So why did he do that? that uh, because Benzema hasn't been scoring, so they oh. want to build up the confidence. So oh. he's like spreading it. And even like after he scored the first one, he was like pointing at Benzema and being like, he's more like, he's like the dad or like the yeah. emperor. He's, know, beco- like. he's become more of a, a leader. Yeah. I think it's ever since that happened with Portugal in the Euros yeah. that he's, he's realised that he can garner happiness off his teammate's success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously that he's not as quick now. So he's sort of like, right, if I make them happier, they'll work harder and yeah. we'll all win together. Which is like something maybe Arsenal should try and do. Yeah, maybe. So I suppose will we look at the Champions League fixtures for this week coming. Uh, they're actually not on this week, man. Oh, they're not on this week. No, very me to not know that. Yeah. Uh, well, this week the FA Cup is on on Wednesday. Uh, Tottenham are taking on Rochdale. Spurs. Yeah, obviously Spurs. Yeah. Then on Thursday, Arsenal, Man City in the Premier League. Uh, who's at home? Jesus, Arsenal. Oh, it's in the Emirates. Uh, you know what? I expect well, City a replay. To, I I expect City to win three 0 So it's the same team playing each other. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're playing in five days' time. That's what I was saying. I was like, that was the cup final. That's what they were saying on Sky Sports. After after Arsenal lost, they were like, yeah, but they get play, they get a chance to redeem it in five days. That was, that was such a nightmare for Arsenal fans to like yeah. relive that again. It was just like... I can see it being 3-0 again. I can see City putting out a better team, believe it or not. I'd be... Like, imagine they start doing the same thing. Like, but do you know what? All them players are, like obviously got like bombarded yeah. with social media being like, fuck you. Or, like, when you try. It'd be interesting to see who Wenger starts. Like, will Ramsey get a game? Will Jack get a game? When you say it like that, it could be like 4 or 5 now. Yeah, like, it could be El Nene. It depends how bad, like, City probably felt bad for Arsenal. That, I look at someone like El Nene, right? And he's probably by wor- far the worst calibre centre midfielder Arsenal have. Yeah. But he probably tries the hardest, but bar Wilshire. Arsenal's flaming. Yeah. Uh, then, the fixtures on Saturday. Uh, Burnley are a home to Everton. Draw. I'll go draw as well, Everton. Okay. Uh, Leicester City versus Bournemouth. Leicester, Leicester. City. Southampton versus Stoke. Southampton, yeah. Uh, Swansea versus West Ham. Swansea. Swansea your man, well. man Carvalho is doing a good job, isn't yeah. he? Uh, Tottenham versus Huddersfield. Spurs again. Spurs, yeah. It's funny how like top teams keep winning. Uh, Watford versus West Brom. I'll go Watford. West Brom are now like a good few points yeah. off the 
like eight nineteenth. Yeah. They're they, dead they, bottom. I think they lost. They lose. lost two one to Huddersfield when they were on. Yeah. No, I think I think they're destined for relegation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think they're about four or five points off the next best team. Poor chaps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then at half five, Liverpool taking on Newcastle. I think Liverpool will win that. Yeah. The return of Rafa. Yeah. Uh, Super Sunday, Brighton versus Arsenal at half one. Oh my god! Oh, I'd like I'm, I'm sort of not confident Arsenal are going to win. Um, <laughs> draw, draw, yeah, a solid draw. And then Super Sunday, four o'clock, Manchester City versus Chelsea. This oh, could be lights out for Chelsea now. Yeah, I'm going to say City will City will do. It depends. Like if Chelsea, if Chelsea, if the Chelsea players want Conte to stay, they're going to have to win that game. It, yeah, but Champions League is the following week, isn't it? So they might be depending on whether they're playing Tuesday or Wednesday. One of those two sides, it could make things interesting for them. Sorry, you got Man City? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I, 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 think, Man I, I think Man City's second team could be Chelsea. Yeah. And that's then, not a knock on Chelsea. Then Super Monday, where we'll be doing the next podcast, Crystal Palace at home to Man United. No, Man United. Man U. Has to be Man U after that. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully Zaha's not playing. I think he's still out injured. So, Barry, Barry, just pull up the Premier League there and just have a look at the bottom of the table. I'm just interested to see <laughs> what, are, what, are, what are we looking at. Okay, there's 10 games to go in the Premier League anyway. Uh, coming last, 20th, West Brom with 20 points. After 28 games There's no way They're getting no, to 40 points They're finished They're relegated uh, Then Stoke With 26 points Swansea with 27 Then Palace 27 Southampton 27 Newcastle 29 And then Huddersfield 20, Or Huddersfield yeah, then, 30 Then it's like 30, 30, 31 32, 32 So the whole way up To like Bournemouth would you say Are still like 6 points in it Yeah Like if any of those teams 11th to 20th yeah. yeah If any of those teams Go on a A losing streak they're rough go because if you look at Everton and Watford and they're six and seven points off with you know forty is the magic number, isn't it? Yeah, forty is definitely the magic number. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking at those teams and I'm thinking, I still think Huddersfield and Brighton are still in trouble because if they lose one or two key players, they'll be in trouble. But I think Stoke are in trouble. But you know, all these play, all these teams have like those one or two players that yeah. can sort of do the magic. Like Shakiri, yeah. Shakiri goes in run of form. Yeah, and if they get injured, yeah. If Shakiri gets injured, Stoke are in trouble. Then so yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like you, you've had such like strange so players. Close. Yeah, so but, close. Uh, 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 sometimes I look at like Brighton, Huddersfield, and when they come up, I uh, I look at the teams and go, I won't bother learning their players' names. They'll be gone next year. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you have people like Mounier doing it for uh, Huddersfield, scoring against was it Newcastle. I know West Brom to win to score the winner. And then you have like Pascal Gross playing out of the skin, Anthony Knockhart doing it for Brighton. You have, you have these players who like really step up when they get to the Premier League and their squad has next to no investment. And it's very it's, impressive to see it. Yeah, but it's sometimes I think it's like when the teams get promoted, they still have, sort of have them like rough and ready players that aren't that skillful but get yeah. stuck in. So yeah. and then like you get like the likes of not Shakiri, but someone that would be sort of flashy yeah. and will play for like a team that think they're a bit better than they are when they play against a team that are fighting for their survival. That's not the players you want to play. Realistically, in five games time, the relegation battle probably end up between five teams. Who yeah. they'll be, who knows? Sure, Newcastle aren't that safe either. You know what I mean? That three points they got against United was massive for them. It was, yeah. Without so, that, they'd be coming second last. Yeah, so it's well, third last. But it's all to, it's all to play for, and it's a lot of money to say in the Premier League. It is. They all yes. need that money as well. It's such a like revolving door. Like mm. I mean, you have to stay in to feed the monster, the machine that is the Premier League. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, one last thing I did want to say to you is have you seen this fella for Lazio Belinka Savic whatever his name is no the guy whose name he didn't pronounce properly do you know who he is do you no this, this guy who's, everyone says he's worth 100 million 
Big plays for Lazio. And I just saw I saw him do this bit of skill at the weekend. I'll, I'll send it on to you. But this fella looks like he's the next bee's knees, and he's gonna be the fella everyone's fighting over in the summer. Where, where's he from? He's from Serbia. Is he? Yeah. He's one of these big fellas, six foot four, very good with the ball on his feet, do a bit of flicks, shoots from long range. Just want to put it out there. You heard it for here first. This guy's this guy's the hundred million pound player of the summer. Okay, okay. Anything else about say the football segment? No, I think that's for me. Yeah. Uh, if you enjoyed it, just make sure to give it tell a mate, give us a rating. Five stars. And as, as always. And as always, <laughs> stay energized.